You're listening to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast with Jody Livingston, episode number nine. It's podcast episode number nine. Welcome to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast, helping you survive and thrive in youth ministry. And now your host, Jody Livingston. Hey, hey, everybody. Thanks for listening today and for tuning in to the show, wherever you are, wherever this finds you. Welcome. It's going to be a great episode today. If this is your first time listening, thanks for coming over to the podcast and checking it out. I think you'll find it really, really helpful. Hopefully, you'll find it very encouraging. If you're coming back, thanks for coming back again. Uh, you can catch me and follow me on Twitter at, at Jody Livingston. Of course, The Longer Hall on Facebook and at thelongerhall.com. All of the links, all of the resources mentioned in today's episode, you can find in the show notes at thelongerhall.com forward slash episode 009. That's thelongerhall.com forward slash episode 009. And you're going to want to go there today. This episode is packed full of information and resources. I am super excited for it. Our guest today on the show is Amber Cassidy. She is content marketer for group publishing. She manages a lot of their social media stuff. Just a a great, great interview with her. She's going to give you a ton of information and tips on things like where to even get started, uh, the importance of marketing. Does it really matter if your ministry is small or is this something that's kind of out there for the larger kind of mega church, big, big ministry there? And, And where do you start and how do you do it well? And what if you're not that creative? What if you're not that tech savvy? Lots of tools, lots of tips, lots of resources in here for you along the way to help you do this well and be able to market your ministry. It's one of those things that's assumed and expected of youth pastors and youth workers that we would be able to do this. And a lot of times we're just ill-equipped to do it. You know, I posted recently on thelongerhall.com, I made a list of 20 things that youth pastors, I think, are expected to do on day one on the job. And most of those things we're not really equipped and ready to do. And so this is one of those things. After listening to this episode, I think you're going to be really inspired to go do something about it. You're certainly going to have the tools, the tips, and some really practical advice to help you begin to tackle this idea of marketing your ministry. And when I say that, what we're talking about is how do you market to other teams? How do you... Marketing kind of sounds really corporate, but Look, at the end of the day, if folks don't know about your ministry, if students don't know about your ministry, nobody's going to come. And so how do you do that? How do you spread the word of your ministry? How do you get that out to parents? How do you get it out to other students when you have events going on? Where do you do and where do you start? Because it, I know, I know it can be so overwhelming. And Amber's going to give you some great tips and advice today. You're going to love this interview. I think it's going to be super, super helpful for you. So with all that said, here is Amber Cassidy. All right. Hey, I'm here with Amber Cassidy from Group Publishing, uh, content marketer there. And man, I'm so, so excited to have you on the show. I think we were, we were even just talking a little before the recording started, uh, about kind of these expectations that are on youth pastors when they get hired. There's so many things that you're assumed you know how to do. And mm-hmm. I think this is one that often falls by the wayside. So yes. I'm super excited that you're on the show today. Um, take take a minute for those listening who don't know you, just introduce yourself a little bit, maybe how you ended up at group mm-hmm. where you're at. Sure. Yeah, thanks. Um, 
like I said, I'm Amber Cassidy, and um, I graduated from Texas A&M University two years ago. Uh, I st- my background's actually in journalism, um, and my whole life I've been involved with different aspects of ministry, and it wasn't until college that God helped me realize I could use my gifts with communicating and writing um, to help expand His kingdom. So I got into writing stories about different churches and um, got involved here in Colorado, actually, with uh, the Baptist Convention here and um, ended up spending a couple summers out here working for them and writing for them and helping them with their communications and marketing. Um, then after I graduated college, I felt like God was calling me to move out here and help whoops, uh, one of the church plants that I got to know during those summers and come move out here and invest my life here long term. Um, so I moved out here for that purpose. And in order to stay long term, I needed to find a full-time job to keep me here. Um, <laughs> and uh, God opened up a door here at Group Publishing. And um, next thing you know, I'm doing marketing for Simple Youth Ministry and Group Mission Trips. So that's the short version. <laughs> did you Now, did you study marketing? No, I actually studied uh, communication and journalism. Okay. And so my background's a little more in the journalistic side of things, but it ties in so much to marketing. Um, and I did work as a marketer for a real estate company during college. So I had some work experience with it. Very um, cool. Yeah. It, it's been a lot of fun getting to um, learn from some awesome people here about marketing. And man, I cannot tell you how much I've changed in two years and just the things that I've learned about marketing. Um, it's been a lot of fun. And it seems like that is such a like an ever changing thing, and and more so now with with technology and social right. media, like just right. constantly changing. Right, and it's kind of cool because marketing has morphed so much into um, telling stories, and um, every company does like content marketing now. Um, my role has morphed into that, and I get to use my background in writing to help with that and manage our blogs and do social media. So it's, it's definitely a constant changing thing, like you said. And I can't imagine what it would be like for youth workers trying to spend all their time planning lessons and hanging out with students and also trying to be a marketer for their ministry. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why I'm excited that you're on the show, because a lot of those listening may not even May, they may not even be officially on staff. Maybe they're just volunteer or bivocational at best. Right. They're not, you know, the the varying sizes of ministries, you know, of those who listen. I mean, it's all across the, the spectrum here. So Sure. They, they're not alone. Actually, most uh, we're finding from a research we're doing, most youth workers out there nowadays are volunteer or part-time. So... We understand, yeah. And and uh, Steve Parr was on the podcast in episode seven, and one of the things that he talked about he he works here in the state of Georgia with the Georgia Baptist Convention, and you know seventy percent of churches in Georgia have no no full time youth pastor, so you've got a lot of folks volunteer and bivocational, and the easy thing in that is to say, well, I don't really need to worry about marketing. That's more for the big church. 
or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think right. it's so crucial regardless. Now, how much oh, yeah. and to what level that may scale, but there's still a marketing element. Absolutely. No matter what size your youth ministry is, the students you have need to feel excited about what's going on and have that consistent touch every week in all the different outlets there are out there. And if they're excited about it, they're going to tell their friends and it'll grow. So let's jump in. Where where would you start with this? Um, okay, so with marketing to students um, in particular, which is probably the the most important part of marketing for a youth ministry, I would say a huge part of that is on social media. Um, and they're on it constantly. It's very natural for them to open up their Facebook or their Instagram, their Twitter, and see what's going on. Um, they're not going to be checking an email address for the most part. They're not going to um, be able to see some of those older forms of marketing that um, we're used to. So a lot of youth pastors do the majority of their marketing to students on social media, and they've seen the most success from that. And I'm happy to tell about a couple of those that I use, if that's helpful. Yeah, that would be that would be awesome. Do you think, let me ask this first, though. Would you say that, okay, For so for the listener who's listening, um, would you say, hey, focus on one first or do, is there this need to really be present on every social media platform absolutely focus on one first and do it really well instead of trying to keep up with all of them and just sort of doing each of them that's not going to help you at all so uh, i would say find out the from your students where they are the most I think most of them will say Instagram, but you might have some groups out there that might be more on Facebook or something. Um, so find out from them what they like to use the most. Um, and then just get really good at that one. And then you can worry about trying to expand beyond that. But start with one and do it really well um, would be my advice. Yeah. And I think I think Instagram is an easy one to start with. If I were going to start with one, that's probably where I would start. Yeah. Um, I would not start with Twitter, personally. I, I love Twitter as, you know, I just like it. But the thing with Twitter is you really got to, they have to be on when you post. Right. Where at least with Instagram, it's going to hang in their in their feed and they'll still, right. they'll still catch all that. And most people are not following quite as many people on Instagram as they are on Twitter. So they're more likely to see uh, what you post because... They're a little, people are, tend to be a little more selective on Instagram on who they follow. Okay, so on Instagram, are there some tools that you would recommend with that? Yeah, definitely. Um, one that I've come to love recently is called Canva.com. Some of you may already use that. Um, and it's a really easy way to create a little bit more interesting images and things like that to use on Instagram. So you may not always be able to take a picture of something for your Instagram because you're not around students every day of the week. You only have so many pictures. Um, so I use Canva a lot. And what I can do is I can plug in my own pictures into there and add text to it. I can uh, use the pictures that they have on there. They have a lot of free images that I can plug into there to use to make announcements, um, all kinds of stuff. And they automatically uh, let you pick a size for whatever outlet you're trying to use it on. So you can make an Instagram 
you can, uh, Instagram post on there. You can make an image that's perfect for a Facebook cover. If you're wanting to update your Facebook page with a new cover that has your teaching series theme on it or your next event on it, you can do it all in Canva. It's a great, great tool. And most of the th- things on there are free. I think it, it, you just have to pay for some of the images that are a little bit more advanced, but for the most part, it's, it's a free resource and you can just save it and use it wherever you need it. That's awesome. And yeah. this may be a dumb question, but I'll ask it. So as far as Instagram goes, do you have to post from a smartphone? You don't. And I used to think that you did. And actually, I wasted a lot of time when I first started working here trying to make our Instagram look cool. Um, I was going about all these weird ways because I thought I could only post from my smartphone. But there's actually a tool out there that I found to be really useful called Schedugram. Uh, S-C-H-E-D-U-G-R-A-M. Schedugram. And I'm able to upload on my laptop um, all the pictures that I want. So I make an image in Canva. I save it. Then I upload it into Schedugram, and I'm able to schedule when I want my Instagrams to post for the week. That's awesome. The reason I ask is because I do get asked quite often by folks, do you have to have a smartphone to be effective as a youth pastor today? And I always say, no, I don't think you do. I I think ultimately it comes down to relationships. Right. But when you start talking social media, those types of things, I think there's this stigma that, well, you have to have a smartphone to do that. Right. And certainly it can be helpful, but I don't think sure. it's, a, it's a necessity. Okay. No. So Canva you can do most of it on your computer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. I'm writing it down. Sorry. I'm taking notes for. That's all right. Okay. So maybe start with Instagram. Canva is a great yeah. resource there. What kind of things should, should we be looking to post? Okay. So I think it's good to mix it up. I think if you're only putting announcements on there all the time, your students might start to tune it out a little bit. Um, so it's good to have a good mix of um, encouragement. You can do little Bible verses. You can do um, short devos. You can, with with a, most social media, you can do a short video. So post a word of encouragement for your students. Uh, you can also post um, funny things do funny things that have happened in your youth ministry lately. Do funny things that are going on in culture right now. Um, there's a lot of different ways you can use it beyond just making announcements. I would say you want to use it as a relational tool as well. And what helped me with that, instead of each day scrambling, trying to figure out what in the world am I going to post every day, I came up with a little bit of a cadence for myself. So sort of like theme days for your social media and it will help you a ton. So like Mondays, I try to do something that's encouragement for youth workers, right? Cause we're trying to reach youth workers and everybody needs encouragement on Monday. Absolutely. Monday's a tough day. <laughs> I need it. So, uh, that's what I try to do every Monday, Tuesday. I try to do something that's like technology focused, uh, a tech tool that a youth pastor could use. We have a blogger, Brandon Early, who writes about different technology out there that youth workers can use. And so we try to use one of his blog posts to push in our social media every Tuesday. 
Wednesdays, I'll do something a little bit more promotional. Thursdays, a little bit more service oriented. And Fridays is just fun, freebies, things like that. So if you have these these big picture theme days out, you you know what you want to post each day. And it makes it a lot easier when you're trying to find stuff to post about. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's a great tip. And do you yeah. think, okay, do you think that the average youth ministry needs to post daily? Um, I would say it, it's going to be different for each youth group, probably. Um, I, you could, I would say start out trying to do maybe two a week and get really good at it. And then once that starts flowing easier and you get used to that, try doing a little more. Um, and then eventually work up to maybe once a day or five times a week. Yeah. Um, but gauge the response you're getting. You know, if you're finding that you're not getting a response when you post that frequently, scale it back down. But for some people, it helps them get more if they have something every day. Yeah. So again, I think pick one, do it well, start small, grow from there. Yeah, and, definitely. And so that's kind of the theme here. Okay. Uh-huh. So what else? Oh, man, there's there's a lot of fun stuff you can do with marketing. Um, I know another big challenge out there is having good visuals for your marketing. So you want to create a slide, an announcement slide to market, you know, your next event, or you want to make a flyer or you need some graphics for a blog or an email, but you're like, I do not have good quality images and especially teenagers and parents and everybody else today are so visually oriented. You have to have engaging graphics or people are not going to pay as much attention to what you're trying to say to them. So I've found a couple good uh, resources for finding great graphics for uh, ministry type marketing um, that are free out there um, that I've, I've used on our blog. I use it even um, for social media sometimes for flyers that we make for our own stuff. Um, so there's, there's two in particular that I found to be better. Um, CreativeSwap.com. You, it's, it's made specifically for churches and ministries. Uh, you can get three images free every month. Um, and then beyond that, it is a subscription. Uh, there's another one called nomoreclipart.com and that one's all free. And it's just some people that got together and said, Hey, we're tired of seeing churches having blurry <laughs> images. We're tired of seeing people stealing images without meaning to. You can get into a lot of trouble for using the image that doesn't have permissions. So this is just a way to prevent that. So you can go to their site and use their images. They're all legal. They're all free. And they're all really good quality. Yes. Don't just go to Google and Google no. an image and take that. No. Oh, that, my goodness. You, you can get into so much trouble. And I know you might be like, oh, my ministry's small. Nobody will ever notice. I'm telling you, it does not matter. People will find you and you will get fined. Yeah. People, yes. They're coming after you, man. Yes. I've used, have you seen uh, one of the ones that I found recently that I've actually, I'm giving away some secrets here, but I, I've started using for almost all the images on the longerhaul.com is a, a website called Unsplash. Oh, nice. Unsplash.com. Very high quality images. Very high, high res. All free. Do whatever you want with them. 
Um, that's cool. cool. And so they're, I love them, man. I love it. It's that's really good. And then, yeah, I've used, I've used creation swap a bunch and you know, they just went to that kind of subscription thing where they make you give your info, which is so smart for them, but it's, that's a great, great website. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I'm a big advocate for no clip art. I hate clip art. No, don't do it. Oh, gosh, don't, don't do it ever, ever, ever. You can, no. you can do better. You oh, yeah. You can do better. And it's easier almost to do without clip art. If you find a great image, you just throw some text over it. That's right. way better than trying to craft something out of clip art. Right. Definitely. And yeah, you can just, there's also all kinds of apps, you know, out there. If you have your own pictures, but you just want to like spruce it up a little bit. There's so many things out there available. Just take the time. It's worth it. Add a little bit to it and you're going to get a lot more engagement from it. And if you're not comfortable with that, I mean, find someone who is. You've got a student in your ministry who can do that right. or a, oh, co- yes. a college student, you know, who who can do that for you. Don't feel like we talk a lot about this on the, on the longerhaul.com. Build a team and focus on your strengths and pull people along, bring people along beside you who are are excited about some other things that you're not. Yes. And let them run with that. Let them run with that. That is great advice. This is a perfect opportunity to get some of your student leaders doing something. This is like something they can just, they know it well. They speak this language. Just let them run with it. They can do a great job. So. Yeah. Now you may need to kind of sign off on what they do. Depending That's true. On, you know your and, students. Right. Obviously, you need some healthy rails on that. And when I say run with it, I didn't mean go, to go too crazy and post whatever you want and post your selfies. But don't do that. But, uh, you know, with some of the scheduling tools out there, it's a really great way where they can upload some content. And then you can go in and see what they have scheduled just to make sure it all looks okay before it just goes out to the whole world. So, yeah. Absolutely. I, yeah. That's so good. So good. Okay. So a uh, huge part of uh, marketing is to students to get me on social media, right? Pick one. If you're going to mm-hmm. start somewhere, Instagram is a great one yep. to start with. Some great tools there, some things to post. Visual yeah. Visuals are really, really important. Yes. What else you got? Um, I think video is, is really a huge uh, way to get the word out about what you're doing in your youth ministry. Um, in particular, the stories you have, like feature your students in videos. Um, I know a youth worker who set up a camera one night at youth group and he just had students start to tell their stories about what God has done in their life, ways that their lives has changed from their youth ministry, things that God is teaching them. Um, and he recorded a bunch of his students and he started using those videos on their website, um, in their social media. He started using it to show parents even what God's been doing in in their times in youth ministry. And I think that is just one of the greatest ways you can uh, market your youth ministry, so to speak. I mean, that is magnetic when lives are changing and and God's at work. That's something that people want to join in. They want to be a part of. Students get excited because they see their face and they feel a part of things and they're invested in it. Um, so I think that would be a really fun idea for a lot of youth ministries out there. And story is so impactful right now. Like this, yeah. this generation, this culture are so drawn to story. 
Absolutely. And I think you see that even in kind of what we were talking about before, like the the shift in things where you've gone from kind of newspaper magazine to online blog posts, which are, you know, typically a little shorter maybe, but there's some visual thrown in. Then you had Facebook, which came along, right? You get your status updates and even your Facebook feed is full of video and images. Almost everything that shows up on my newsfeed right now is mm-hmm. that way. And I know that's kind of driven by what you click on there as well. But then, then Twitter came along. And so now we're shrinking what we're saying to even less, right? 140 characters. And then yes. Instagram now is just, just the image. And now you've got Vine with your video stuff. YouTube is big right now. Yeah. Um, it's just, it all comes back to just that captivating story. It does. And I mean, I, there, and so tools for video. Do you, I mean, I know for us, if you've got a, if you've got a smartphone, You've uh-huh. got a video camera. Exactly. Um, and almost every smartphone now is shooting HD video. Right. And so th- throw that thing in landscape mode. There, I have a, a Rode makes a great microphone for the iPhone that is a lapel mic. I think it's called the Rode Lavalier. I think that's oh, right. Nice. I'll, that double, I'll double check yeah. that and put that in the show notes. But the Rode Lavalier, I think it's like 50 or 60 bucks, plugs right into your headphone jack and your iPhone. And it is a phenomenal sounding mic. Um, there's tripods out there, Gorillapods, different things like that you can throw that are made for your phone. And so we'll use that a lot on mission trips where we'll take the, you know, the iPhone, throw it on a Gorillapod tripod with the, that, that lavalier, that lapel mic and shoot stuff from camp, from mission trip, from wherever promo videos that we do for camp. Man, that's so that easy. Great. What an awesome tool. And just getting them having fun at all those events that you're talking about is perfect. That's so fun. Uh, man, you should be, you should be on the other end of this conversation. <laughs> that's a great idea. I need to write that down. Yeah. I mean, it's good for us. I stole it. I mean, I saw it somewhere else and, and we've started using it. So what we've really tried to do with that is when we're away at camp or especially on mission trips, we'll try to film our promo for the following year while we're on site. And with and with the quality of the phone shoots now, th- there's no excuse. because You don't have to take a bunch of video equipment with you. Right. You know, you, we, we shot one from, the, from our rooftop in Haiti with nothing. I mean, just that lapel mic and an iPhone. Sweet. Um, that is too cool. I might have to check that video out. So, and you talk about impactful and story. I mean... It's one thing to sit down or just stand up and, and announce, hey, we're going on this mission trip. It's going to be great. Right. It's another to be able to film that in country where everything around you is mm-hmm. what they'll see and experience. Right. Um, and That's great. So many great tools. GoPros, mm. they're yes. great. I mean, they're, they're fairly inexpensive now, really. The price is coming yeah. down. You can make some really great videos off of a GoPro. And the nice thing is there's no tripod or anything like that necessary just strap it on and yeah do something crazy and use it for that would be a fun way to do some announcements right yeah i mean you could do the when it comes to this kind of stuff really the sky's the limit and again you've got you probably have students or folks around you who can do some of that yeah definitely you you don't have to have a big professional crew but if you want to spend some money you can get a decent decent mic if you need some lighting there's lighting kits for you know less than 100 bucks that you can throw up and it's awesome i mean it's so good video is a great tool it is i know uh aaron crumby he's another one of our bloggers he 
did this video recently. He made up a he made up a rap to advertise their talent show they're doing at the Saddleback Youth Ministry. And it was hilarious. And he said that more students shared that video on their Facebook and um, their Instagram. And as they're sharing that video, their friends are seeing it. And then they're asking their friend about the talent show and they want to go. Um, so that was a cool example of video. Yeah, man. And you know, it may, it may, and it will. I mean, video takes a little while because you have to edit it some. Okay. Yeah. Maybe not. Right. Depends on what you're shooting. But yeah. if you can take, you know, an hour or two and put that video together, a simple video, and it, it can be shared like that. I mean, that's, is that's well worth the time. Yeah. You might get some new students just from them seeing things like that. You know, otherwise they wouldn't know what to look for and, they're not going out and searching for youth ministry or things like that, but they might see your funny video from last week or something like that. Yeah, so good. And and again, just another way to get students involved in your ministry. Right. Uh, or parents or other folks. Yeah, absolutely. Folks you might around. have parents out there that really enjoy that, and they could get involved and help with that as well. Very cool. Very cool. Well, are there things that when it comes, I mean... When, I think social media is can be one of those things that's very paralyzing. Mm. There's so much out there. Even you, I mean, even thinking through like starting with one, if you're not really there, if you're not into that, if you're not, I mean, and it changes so quickly. Are there certain tools or things that help you manage those? Yeah, definitely. Um, for for us, we we definitely have a platform that helps us manage our. Facebook and Twitter from one spot. And, um, we find that really helpful. We can see who's replying back and we can schedule things out because we don't have time to stay on it all day. And you don't either, especially as a youth pastor, you don't have time to, uh, follow up on that constantly. So there's a few good tools out there. You can use Hootsuite. You can use Sprout Social. Um, those are all good ways to be able to schedule your social media in one place. Um, the only thing is those don't include Instagram. So you have to have Schedulegram or something like that separate for Instagram, but you can do Twitter and Facebook from, from those. Um, another one I've, I've started using is called Ed, uh, meet Edgar. Yeah. It's, it's pretty new, but it's cool because you build a library and it'll send out your tweets for you. You don't have to schedule everything manually. And uh, it'll send it out at the best times, and that's a lot of that's a lot of fun and a good resource as well. Um, as far as talking to students directly, um, Simple Youth Ministry, we have a tool called Communicate. So um, there's a there's a suite of tools that we have for youth workers that helps them with all of their administrative tasks, and one of those is communicating with your volunteers, your students, and your leaders. And through Communicate, you can email, you can text, you can tweet, you can Facebook groups of or individuals um, that you need to get on the same page for each week for Bible study, for events, everything like that. Um, and that's a great resource. You can try it for free, see how you like it. Um, that's also a great way. I think that's so important. You've got, yeah. and, and one of the challenges I think that every, that we're all facing is there are so many ways to communicate now. And mm-hmm. you can't just depend on 
the one, you know, man, gosh, 15 years ago when I started, you called their house. Exactly. You, you, know, you called them <laughs> yeah. at home or you mailed them a letter. Right. But now you can't do so that. Great. Right. Those are so great things to do every now and then. But for the constant communication, it's nice to be able to do that from one spot. Takes five minutes. You know, you write it out, click a button, and it sends it out through all those outlets that you want to use. Yeah, that's so good. So, so good. I know for Twitter, Facebook kind of stuff, I use Buffer app a lot. Yeah, that's good too. Um, and I think it's called uh, Twiriad. We'll go in. You can yep. you can go in there and it'll tell you, hey, yeah. this is when your followers are most active. Yeah, and it will sync with Buffer, which is fantastic, and schedule those. Those are great mm -hmm. and free. And I love free. Yes. Free is great. Free is good. Very cool. Any wisdom that I haven't asked about, or things that oh, you man. go, man, I need to. You know, marketing is super important, and I think nothing will ultimately take away from just if your students are excited about what God is doing in your youth ministry, they're going to talk about it to their friends, their families. Um, so what you're doing and the time you're spending investing in them and creating a fun environment for them to grow in their relationship with God, um, all of those things are ultimately contributing to your marketing too. I mean, if, if your teenagers have ownership over it and they're excited about what God's doing, they're going to help you and they're going to spread it through word of mouth too, which is probably one of the best uh, marketing tools out there. So, Yeah, I mean, I, the, the thing I think for everyone listening to take away is marketing is important. Right. You, you have to do it. Yeah. And, and you are doing it. It's kind of one of those default things. You, you kind of market by not marketing. In some ways, you you know, you're you're marketing something always. So it's either right. in a positive or a negative light. If you're not doing anything, you're basically saying there's nothing here for you. Mm -hmm. um, which it's kind of marketing in a vacuum, I guess. And then it's with technology today. Today, there's so many ways to do this that are not that cumbersome, that that really are very quickly are quick to do. And you know, the only thing I would caution against is it can be very addicting. And so you get in, you start, you start getting creative, which is super fun for some of you guys. And you just want to keep messing with pictures, you know, yeah. or keep shooting video or, you know, and that's, that's fine. Like you need that creative outlet. But if, if it begins to pull away from the actual ministry, then that's. Man, that, that's good. That's that, good, Jody. That's yeah. a problem. But that's, that's <laughs> me. Like I'll sit down, like I can, I, I can write a blog post in an hour or so, but. I'll spend just as much time on the image and it's not because I really need to. It's just because I just enjoy it. And so four or five, you know, versions later, I realize I'm spending way too much time on this. I just need to throw one totally. in here. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, but it's, it's good. an animal and oh, that's such good wisdom. I'm so glad you said that because it really can get to the point where you're just constantly trying to keep up with it and be the best and, do, come up with these creative ideas and like you said it's awesome but man those students need you face to face yeah don't be the best just be you just be just, you just, Great just be you just be you man Amber, there you go thank you so much is there are there i know we've mentioned a ton of resources in here i'll put all these in the show notes are there some that you would that you, we haven't mentioned that you would throw out uh, yeah, so Simply Youth Ministries tools, then you can also check out, uh, we've got some books about social media and 
communicating with volunteers and parents um, at simpleyouthministry.com. We can also follow us on our social media for some ideas. Uh, we're on Instagram at Simply Youth Ministry. We're on Twitter at Youth Ministry and at Group Mission Trips. Um, we also have Facebook. And then if you want to just talk more about ideas and um, get in touch with me if you have questions, um, I would be really open to that. You can email me um, at a Cassidy, A-C-A-S-S-A-D-Y at group.com. And I'd be happy to talk about some ideas with you or help you out in any way that I can. Super cool. Yeah. Amber, thank you so much. I know, I'm, man, I think they'll have to go back. You're going to have to go back and listen to this episode again. I know just to kind of get all this, man, we, it was kind of open mouth drink to this fire hose to some extent, but so helpful, so good and so important. I, I appreciate it so much. Yeah, absolutely. I hope it wasn't too much for everybody. And thank you guys for what you're doing. Youth ministry is so important and we love you guys for loving students. So thanks. Awesome. Thanks, Amber. Yeah. All right. We'll catch you later. Okay. Well, there you have it. See, it's not as scary as you thought. It's not as bad. And so lots of tools, lots of tips, lots of helpful things there for you. I hope you're inspired, wanting to go kind of be creative or find someone you know who is creative and ask them to be creative for you. All of those links, all those resources, man, there were a lot in there, I know, will be uh, on the show notes, again, at thelongerhall.com forward slash episode 009, thelongerhall.com forward slash episode 009, all of those things there. I would love to hear what you thought about the episode as well. Uh, What are your challenges that you face or the things that kind of keep you from marketing when it comes to your ministry, to kind of communicating that out, man, head over to those that show notes page, leave a comment there, let us know. Amber will be checking that too, I'm sure, to comment there as well. For other questions that you may have to follow up from the episode, leave those there uh, for us. I would greatly appreciate that. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast, if you could help me out by going to iTunes and subscribing to the podcast there, that way you get all of the episodes uh, straight to you there. You don't miss any of the content that's coming. But also, while you're there, if you could write and leave a review for the podcast, that is so helpful for me, really encouraging for me, helps others find the podcast, really is influential in the, uh, the ranking there on iTunes. You can do that by going to thelongerhall.com slash iTunes, thelongerhall.com slash iTunes to go and subscribe, write and leave a review there. I would appreciate that so, so much. And that's it for this episode. That'll put it in the book. So, We'll see you in the next episode. And until then, give them Jesus. Thanks for listening to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast at www.thelongerhall.com.